welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast. My friends, yes, a place to be inspired, informed, and hopefully entertained on the parenting journey. I'm your host, Casey O'Rourke, parent coach, positive discipline trainer, and even more importantly, mother to two children who teach me every single day about how to practice showing up in a way that is helpful, connected, and humble. Who also point out when I'm not showing up that way. (laughs) When we choose into joyful courage, we are choosing into rejoicing in the opportunities for self-growth and discovery that exist on the parenting journey. Yes, I did say rejoicing in those opportunities and it's work but so worth it. The path we are searching for is in our practice. Super grateful you're here to practice with me. Thank you so much for being a part of the community. Enjoy the show. Hey, listeners, welcome to a very special episode of the Joyful Courage podcast. I am thrilled to get to introduce you to my friend Becky and her 16-year-old daughter, Aubrey. I asked Becky and Aubrey onto the show today because I wanted Aubrey to share a bit about a very special project that she has just launched. One of the qualities that so many of us parents hope for our children is to one day embody being in contribution to the world, being in service. It is so inspiring to see a real life example of that in a local teenager. And I just had to have Aubrey on to talk about what it is that she's working on. Welcome Becky and Aubrey to the podcast. Hey. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having us, Casey. You are so welcome. Aubrey, please share a little bit with the listeners about what you have going on. So it kind of all started, this is actually the third time that we have done batches of orders for these shirts. And it started a little over a year and a half ago when I started seeing the news about Syria. And ever since then, it was one of those things I kind of saw and thought about and then couldn't stop thinking about. Mm. And so because our family owns a screen printing business, I figured that would kind of be the perfect outlet to start doing something about it. So I designed a logo and then just through Facebook kind of started getting the word out there and it went a lot bigger than I was expecting. And so after that first one, we reopened it in April of last year, April or May. And then this is the third one just with the obviously current events going on in Syria. So, And the the logo is out of darkness, we will shine. And that just really spoke to Aubrey when she was thinking about logos and um one of the articles we were reading about Syria and all of these families and these kids displaced is at night, there was no light out there. And so they were raising funds for solar lanterns so that at night, these babies weren't just in the pitch black all by themselves there. And that just really seemed to strike a chord for Aubrey. Yeah. So let's go back to that, that first batch. So you were reading about and learning about what was happening in Syria thinking about families, I do the same thing. I listen to the news and all I can think about are the moms and the babies. Sorry, dads, but that's what I think about (laughs) (laughs) is I think about the mamas and and wanting to keep and families, you know, of course, and wanting to keep our kids safe. So you're getting all of this input and learning about the situation. And and then Aubrey, you just thought I've got to do something. I've got to raise some funds. And, and then the t-shirt idea came to your mind. 
Yeah, that's kind of how it started. So, I mean, Glennon Doyle is one of kind of the inspirations, I guess, for this. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing just kind of the way that she talks about seeing the news and thinking about it isn't enough because it doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. And so after I kept seeing it, it was, it was just something I couldn't stop thinking about. And so kind of with that idea of if that was us, we wouldn't want someone to just change the channel when it came on because it was too hard to watch. And so I think that's kind of where it all started. And then through that, it just got bigger and bigger. Yeah. And the great thing with Glennon is she has a foundation called Together Rising, where 100% of the money that's donated goes directly to the people on the ground in Syria. Um, And she's super transparent about where it goes and what it's going for and what the need is. And so it was a tangible way for Aubrey to raise funds and then know directly where to send it to through Glennon. Well, and yeah, let's talk about that because that is what I saw yesterday when I was scrolling my little Facebook feed. Becky, you had posted, oh my gosh, look who noticed what we were doing. And so tell me about that. It was amazing. I mean, seeing all the work that she's been able to do and how many people she has like with her platform, you know, which she is able to get the word out there for something like the Love Flash Mob and it raised almost $600,000 in 48 hours. Oh my gosh. And so just kind of like understanding that she has connections to that many people. It was amazing to see that she took the time to comment and, you know, recognize that, you know, doing something which seems kind of small is, you know, it's not necessarily small in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that a lot of us, that's part of the inaction is just what is one person supposed to do? But one person does something and then somebody who has a million plus people's eyeballs on them says, oh, my gosh, look at what this one person's doing. So what happened to orders? What happened? How did it how did you feel impacted by someone like Glennon Doyle (laughs) taking notice and posting about it and responding to it? It's been pretty amazing. Just the it's like you get the ball rolling. And Mm -hmm. um, well, Aubrey, you can tell her how many states and. Yes, um, it's pretty crazy. So. Um, after my mom just commented about what I'd done in the past, um, some people asked if we could reopen it. And so I did it in two days. Uh, yeah, a day and a half. Day and a half. Um, it's been $520 already just through this. Actually, it's up to 600 now. Mm. Wrong page. And it's in 20 states plus Canada there's orders from. So it's, it's pretty crazy what's been happening just with her recognizing, you know, commenting on what's happening over over here in Monroe, it's pretty crazy how that can actually impact the orders. Yeah, over here in Monroe, like I, I, I have this huge smile on my face because I'm just thinking about <laughs> your sweet family and your little print shop and you all have done work <laughs> for me that I'm super grateful for. And then here you are pumping out these orders. I'm so excited. It's awesome to see all these states, you know, when the orders come through mm-hmm. and, you know, just, I mean, just to see it go you know, across the country and then, you know, Canada and who knows where else next. And, um, one of the cool things was a a person that ordered, um, from Aubrey. Well, you can tell about her daughters. It was just like, there's a lot of people out there who want to do something and want to help, but don't necessarily know how. And I think one of the most amazing comments that actually came out of this was this lady commented that two of her daughters spent their own money on pink tops ordered from this just because, you know, they wanted to help. They'd been seeing things and didn't exactly know how to donate. And so they were able to spend their own money and buy a tank top because, you know, they knew what it was going towards. And it's pretty amazing. And I love that. Need to have something that people wear because when I, you know, if I'm wearing um, 
uh, hoodie with her logo in town, people stop and ask, like, what is that about? And so it's a good conversation piece in addition to the funds with spreading awareness. Yeah, so great. And Becky, you and your family are super active in our little community. Did you and Joe come from families where that's just how the mode of operation was? Or did the two of you make a conscious choice about how you'd be in contribution? Talk a little bit about the way that your family holds service. That's a good question. Um, I think we come from, Joe was raised in a home where um, his family did foster care, emergency foster care. They had over 300 kids in and out of their house over the years. Um, You know, they've adopted um, his younger brother. Um, Joe would go to bed at night in his room and wake up with six kids sleeping on his floor, you know, who'd been placed in emergency care. And so, you know, they've always had that, um, so I've been getting groceries from hungry root for the last few months and I am loving it. I use it to keep healthy snacks in the house, and I also order a few meal kits that are easy go-tos during the week. What I love is the variety that shows up in the box, crunchy snacks, sweets, breakfast smoothies, whatever I've clicked as wanting comes to my door. My dietary wishes are different than my family's. The boys, Ben and Ian, they're always trying to build muscle and gain weight, I am not. Hungry Root gives so many options, it meets all of our needs. In our last box, we got cilantro lime chicken with jasmine rice, and it literally took me seven minutes to put together. Listen, after working all day and doing all the things for the fam, seven minutes to throw together dinner works for me. And the ingredients are good, like high quality good. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Save hours of planning, shopping, and cooking. Let Hungry Root deliver the food you love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Joyful Courage podcast listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash joy and get 40% off your first delivery and those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash joy. Don't forget to use our link so that they know we sent you. This podcast is sponsored by Factor. Are you old enough to remember TV dinners? They came in those tin trays and each part of the meal had its own little compartment. I remember eating those and watching Happy Days, followed by Three's Company, maybe a little Laverne and Shirley. I am that old. Well, the situation has been totally upgraded by Factor. Factor makes delicious, ready-to-eat meals. And unlike those quick meals of the past, every Meal from Factor is fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including meals that are calorie smart, protein plus, and keto if that's your thing. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. In my last order, we got red chicken chili tamale bowls and Italian sausage pizza casserole, as well as other delicious meals that my family loved. Plus, there's breakfast and smoothies and all sorts of other add-ons to make life simpler while also keeping it healthy. 
Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use code joyful50 to get 50% off. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50 to get 50% off. Service that, you know, I saw, he and I have been together, you know, since we were kids. And so I got to experience a lot of that with him. And then my parents growing up were always super involved in our activities, coaching, you know, PTA, things like that. And then, you know, I, years ago, I read this article and I won't use the profanity used, but it was basically, <laughs> there's enough really crappy people in this world. Mm-hmm. We don't need more crappy people. We need to help uh, foster compassionate, kind, and thoughtful people in this world. And that, for whatever reason, registered. Mm-hmm. Um And so we just really wanted to set out with an intentional um, idea of service because we all belong to each other. And if maybe if people actually thought about that a little bit more, then, (laughs) you know, this world might be a little more peaceful of a place. Oh, we all belong to each other. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that. And listeners, just full disclosure, um, Ian, my boy, and Becky's son have played basketball together the last few years. And um, Joe isn't an official coach, but man, Ian (laughs) sure does look up to him and appreciate his direction. And so he's making you, your whole family makes a huge impact on the community. What are I appreciate it. You know, it it probably started out with Joe coaching. (laughs) He, we really talked about when he started head coaching, um, the team atmosphere would be an intentional family atmosphere. And, um, things just kind of spiraled from there. And it's been a little, I'm sure sometimes my kids are like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> where are you taking us? Why are I, Aubrey can speak to the first time we went out on the search and rescue vans. I mean, she was looking at me like, this is crazy. Um, but it's just, it, we're able to help. So mm-hmm. we should, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's just, we just should. Yeah. So tell me some of the other ways that you, you've told me stories before about some of the things that, um, you've taken your kids out into the world to do. Will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Aubrey, do you want to share about the Union Gospel Mission fans? Yeah. So the first time, so the Union Gospel Mission is an organization that works with homelessness in Seattle primarily. And so the first time they have search and rescue vans and they go out, I think every night of the week, yeah, seven nights a week. And serves so they open up there's two vans and they have food and everything like that in one van and then the other one is clothing and hygiene items and literally they open their vans in the middle you know the sidewalks or parking lots and people come from all over the place and just they get what they need for that that night and then the first time that I went out we pulled up next to the sidewalk and I looked around I mean there's tents everywhere is the first time I'd ever really been in the middle of something like that mm-hmm. I started crying I was like I don't mm-hmm. think I want to do this. I think I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my mom and she was like, nope, we drove all the way out here. It's it's going to be amazing. Trust me. We got out and it was probably the best thing I think I've ever done. It was amazing. And you go out there and you hand someone something and it's probably the most genuine thank you I think you could get from anywhere. And it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And yeah. the cool thing is it's the vans. One of them on the side of the van says love in big letters and the other one says life. And that's really 
again, it's the food is great and the the supplies are great, but it's actually those human relationships and looking somebody in the eye that Aubrey and I have really been hit by, mm-hmm. you know, sitting down on the sidewalk with a hurting homeless person and acknowledging that, you know, what's your name and hugs and prayers and, you know, what can we do for you? And reminding them, I see you and I, and you are worth it. And, um, mm. cause we all are, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, there's no difference between, you know, the person out there on the sidewalk and us and the kiddos and the families in Syria, we are all human beings on this earth. And if you can help, you should be doing something. And, um, so the, the union gospel mission vans are huge. Aubrey and I serve on those. And then, um, I take um, all three kids to um, an emergency women and children's shelter um, where they do a kids event um, once a month usually. And um, it's just a time for the kids to do arts and crafts and snacks and have fun and laugh. And the, the parents there can, the mom, it's a women and children's shelter. So the moms can um, bring kids in for a couple hours, let us hang out with them and Again, just trying to bring a sense of normalcy and a little bit of a, um, you know, tough situation that they're in. And it's awesome. You know, I've got Blake is 12 and he goes in there and the little boys, like especially the toddlers and preschoolers just love him. Mm-hmm. And the girls adore Ellie and Aubrey and they, you know, just sit and chat. And, um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of things you can do. We um, have worked a lot with an organization called the more love project and they do all sorts of events throughout the year and collect, let collect items for, um, families in need. And, you know, it's Aubrey's, um, in the early stages of starting a, a new club, um, at her high school. And she kind of came along with the tagline local meets global mm. because I don't, we were talking and Aubrey, you can, speak to that part well it's just you know kind of I guess the situation right now is perfect kind of on this topic is you know there's homeless right here in Monroe and Seattle area and you know connected with there's this similar struggles going on all across the world and Mm -hmm. so you know meeting that up and saying one place isn't more important than the other but they can work together and it can you know by doing something for one place you can just make it a little bit bigger and do something for multiple, whether it's here in other parts of the world. And so I think recognizing that it's not just in Syria that things are happening, that's Mm -hmm. kind of where the idea came from. And we'll see exactly where it goes. (laughs) Oh man, that's just so, I just love, I love what you said. Well, all of it, obviously, but something that I talk (laughs) a lot about on the podcast in the context of parenting is how our kids show up better in the world when they have a healthy sense of belonging and significance, right? Connection and knowing that they Mm -hmm. matter. And so, and this isn't the first time I've heard you talk about um, the gospel mission, Becky, and it was the same feeling that I got the first time I heard you talk about it, where yes, yes, food and hygiene and, and, and clothing and, and base those basic needs, but also the gift of, of, um, knowing that you matter to another human being is something that is so powerful and, um, probably the the biggest hardship that people who are, especially chronically homeless people, I'm imagining it becomes, you know, how do you, you know, day to day must, it takes on such a different toll when it feels as though, you know, nobody will make eye contact with you. And there's a feeling of just being ignored. So what a gift to go out and to be in conversation. 
you do, you begin, they begin to decide maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not worth it. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, that connection and, you know, just, I've learned probably more from Aubrey and Ellie and Blake and watching them in service and just dive right in. I mean, they teach me every day and, you know, I, I, it's inspiring to watch them and to, you know, to dream big and put it in action and do it. And then, you know, just the little day-to-day places that it becomes normal, I guess, is the, mm-hmm. is Love what that. makes me proud of them. It becomes normal to help somebody. It becomes normal to volunteer, step up, do it and not do it for the attention. Um, I told you before we started <laughs> recording, I mean, this is killing Aubrey because she does not, <laughs> She does not love to be in the limelight. She loves to do, but not for accolades. And so to see that in her heart makes me so proud. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. So Aubrey, you're, are you a sophomore? I am. Or okay. So when you think about like, do you feel like all of this work that you're doing is moving you in any particular direction as you think about, you know, forward and onward? That is a good question. I have so many interests and things that I like to do. I'm not really sure, but I think doing this more and more, I love photography and it's something that I enjoy doing, even if it, you know, football or just doing it because it's something that I love to do, but I also love journalism. Mm -hmm. And so with, you know, like I said, this event in particular, you know, going, being a journalist or doing something like that, traveling, I love to do. And so putting those together. I think that's something I could definitely see myself doing in the future. And you're not the baker. You're not the baker is the other sister, the baker. Oh, that's Ellie. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Ellie's the baker. Yeah. You know, it's interesting sitting back, watching your kids develop their passions Mm -hmm. and I can see Aubrey's passion in photography and, you know, her writing. Um, and, but then her, her heart for serving. And I can, I feel like I'm not going to be shocked if that continues to be a path that she goes down. Um, she's saving right now to go next summer to Malawi on a mission trip um, to work with a school there of kindergartners and, um, you know, wants to incorporate her, some of her photography while she's over there doing that. So I won't be shocked if I have a little world traveler mm-hmm. documenting some amazing experiences. So great. So great. Well, do you, the two of you, so in the context of, well, two questions, one is any final thoughts? I mean, Becky, as you, because it's, it's, you, you kind of are throwing out there like, you know, when we roll up to the sidewalk and there's a bunch of tents (laughs) and, you know, my daughter was like, oh God, I don't want to do it. And you said, we're doing it, you know, and it sounds all really easy. And then in the context, like, what can you say to parents who want to be in service and maybe are, you know, feel uncomfortable and, and it's keeping them from, from stepping in? What, what words of wisdom could you share there? I would, I would definitely say you can start, you can start small. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many places locally in Monroe that you can volunteer. Um, there's, you know, just, I've, my husband one time came out of the little Caesars pizza and I was sitting on the sidewalk in front of little Caesars talking to a homeless man Mm -hmm. ended up bringing him coats and blankets. It didn't, it wasn't a big, you know, production. It didn't take a lot of effort and energy. I think it just takes looking around and that eye contact. He made eye contact with me. And next thing you know, 
you know, Joe walks out and he's looking at me like, what is my crazy wife doing now sitting (laughs) on the sidewalk with this person? And, you know, it's just, it's making, it's looking around, it's looking around, looking up from your phones, looking outside of yourself and Mm -hmm. just being aware and we can all do that better. I can do it better. We can all do it better. Yeah. Um, but just trying to do that. And I've said to Aubrey over the last couple of days. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. We're going to be brave together doing this because like I said, she doesn't love the limelight. She doesn't, she has been involved in so many things from day one, but likes to kind of be behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, this has, um, challenged her and I just said, all right, we're going to do this together. We're going to be brave because we can do brave things together. And that's right. um, That's what joyful courage is all about. That's what it's all about, girl. That's it. It is. It's that courage. And, you know, it might be a little uncomfortable for us, but compared to the folks that you might be able to somehow reach Mm -hmm. as a family or an individual, that little bit of uncomfortableness for us is nothing compared to, you know, maybe the change that you can make. Yeah. I like to think of it, Aubrey, as stretching. You're just stretching. You're just (laughs) stretching into that discomfort. And this hasn't been so terrible. This is, this is all right, right? Not at all. You know, it's been fun. (laughs) Okay, good. Thank you. She survived. You survived. Well, I am so excited. Listeners, I'm going to make sure there is a link so that you can get right into the shop and see what Aubrey has. And and you too can be in contribution to 
what she has created and is doing for the families in Syria. I'm going to put a link to Glennon Doyle's organization, um, rising together, together, rising, together, rising, together, rising. I knew it was those two words. And, um, yeah. yeah, And just thank you so much for taking the time to be in conversation and to share about what it is that you're doing. I'm totally inspired and really excited. And I'm going to encourage Rowan to join your club. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, Casey, thank you for taking the time to talk to Aubrey about it. Thank you. Of course. You're welcome. Wow. So I am, I am so grateful that Aubrey and Becky wanted to come on and talk about Aubrey's project to raise awareness and money and Becky and, and all that their family does to be in supportive community. You know, I'm just so inspired. And so I wanted to give you all a little bit more follow-up because a couple months ago, I came on here pretty fired up around politics and parenting. And it was right after the Parkland shooting. And I've been following those kids and and everything that they've done to raise awareness and, and really call out, call out the people and organizations that are getting in the way of progress and making the world a a better and safe place. And one of the action steps that I mentioned that I would be taking would be showing up to more of the community events and community organizations um, and really exploring that. And I've been doing that. I went to a Rotary Club meeting a couple weeks ago. I just got back from a Kiwanis meeting. And, you know, I was really in the dark about these community clubs. I didn't really know what they were all about. And I just didn't really pay attention. And I got to tell you, everywhere I'm showing up in town to find out more about what people are doing to be in service of community, the more I show up, the more I am inspired and in awe and encouraged to be a part of making my community great. And I just want to share that with you because, you know, we it's really easy to get kind of caught up in our own isolated four walls that we live in, our homes, our family. Uh, and, it, and, and it's easy to feel like we don't have time, we don't have money, we don't have X, Y, Z. All of our attention is focused um, really on our own you know, the people that are immediately around us. And, and I got to tell you, when you step out of that and step into community and start to look at the bigger picture and the ways that we can be in service to each other, that only encourage, that, that, that's nurturing and nourishing and so, so important, even for our own little families, right? When we step out into community and into service and into wanting to help and wanting to show up and wanting to know our neighbors, it makes our families stronger. It makes our families stronger. And I think that that came out in my conversation with Becky and Aubrey. And so I just want to encourage all of you. I want to encourage all of you to start looking at ways that you can be involved in your community, ways that you can show up and step into leadership or support or whatever it needs to look like for you and, and be open and, and and be willing to be surprised like I was about, you know, to find that there are some incredible people in my community that are doing 
really important work that is absolutely 100% aligned with my values. So I just wanted to kind of close up this show sharing about that. And I also wanted to take a few moments to uh, remind you that there's still a few more days to enroll in the Joyful Courage Academy, which is my five-week program for parents where we really get to take the idea that parenting is a opportunity for personal growth and development and turn it into actual practice, action, excitement, yummy juiciness, right? So it's five weeks with me, webinars, Q&As, solid community, solid content, an invitation to grow inside of your parenting journey. Uh, This week, um, and we just started yesterday, I had a live conversation in our Academy Facebook group with Lori Petro, who's been a guest and is a friend of the show. She's from Teach Through Love. We will also have um, Sarah McLaughlin on uh, to do a live conversation with me. Uh, Sarah is amazing. She's also been a guest on the show. Kelly Covert, who I adore, who has a show called In Her Voice, is going to come on and just talk about overcoming perfectionists later in the week. And Carrie Foreman, who again is has been a guest on this podcast, she's going to come on um, in the Facebook Live, in the Academy group, and talk about what it means to be really grounded with what is, right? Being connected to, present to what is currently alive uh, in your relationship with your kids. So I don't want you to miss those. I don't want you to miss those speakers. They're like bonus speakers. The Joyful Courage Academy actually starts April 30th, but this week, right, which April 30th is next Monday, this week is kind of a bonus incentive week to get people signed up and and excited about being there. And these guest speakers who are amazing, talk about being in service, right? In service to me and the Joyful Courage community showing up to be in conversation, to be in conversation with me as well as with you in the Facebook group. So if you have been on the fence about the Academy, oh, there's my pup. If you've been on the fence about the Academy, I encourage you to be a yes. And you can go to joyfulcourage.com slash academy, joyfulcourage.com slash A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. And you can register right now. Join us. You will not be sorry. And you will not be the same parent at the beginning of the five weeks that you are at the end of the five weeks. So I really hope that uh, you come because this is my this is my mission. This is my calling. This is what the universe wants me to be doing is connecting with you and supporting you and letting your soul, your soul, your spirit, your purpose come to life inside of the parenting journey. So check it out. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Joyful Courage community, you're amazing. Big thanks and love to my team, including my producer, Chris Mann at Podshaper. Be sure to join in the discussion over at the Live and Love with Joyful Courage group page, as well as the Joyful Courage business page on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can view the current Joyful Courage swag over at the webpage, intention cards, bracelets, e-course offers, the membership program, one-on-one coaching. It's all waiting for you to take a look. 
Simply head to www.joyfulcourage.com slash yes. That's joyfulcourage.com slash Y-E-S to find more support for your conscious parenting journey. Any comments or feedback about this show or any others can be sent to Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I personally read and respond to all the emails that come my way. Reach out. Take a breath, drop into your body, find the balcony seat, and trust that everyone is going to be okay. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.